Would you like to feel more focused and productive and purposeful in your day-to-day life as a mom? I cannot imagine anyone would say no to that question. But the reality of the busy world that we live in is it is so easy to get distracted. Not that we're doing bad things necessarily, but it's really difficult to actually keep the main thing, the main thing, to prioritize well and then follow through. It's hard enough with a daily to-do list, let alone the big picture goals and mission and values that you have for your family. It's really easy to get distracted. And that's why today we are going to look at some really practical mom hacks for how to go about the really busy day-to-day life and deepen our faith life, our family's faith life in the process without adding a ton of time, without adding a bunch of more things to the to-do list, because the deeper your faith is the more intimate you are with Jesus, the less likely you are to get distracted. You'll know what really matters. You'll be focused there. And that is the direction you will move in and your family. Because here on the Love Your People Well podcast, my mission is to help you enjoy every minute of family life. And we can't do that if we're distracted. We look back then on the day that has passed and we wonder, what did I really get done? What was the purpose of all of this? And maybe there was some fun along the way, but was it really meaningful in the big picture? And so today, this is episode 170 of the Love Your People Well podcast, and we are going to talk about some very practical, tangible tips for how to use your days wisely and simply to deepen your faith and cut distraction out of the picture. I am your host, Jess Hayes, very easily distracted woman (laughs) with a lot going on every day. And I am a therapist. I'm a pastor's wife. I have four kiddos, ages four and under. And I know how frustrating it is at the end of the day to collapse in bed and kind of look back and think, Really? Is that how I spent my time? And actually, one of my big goals this year, New Year's resolution style, is to prioritize more effectively because we cannot create more time in the day and we can't get back these years with our little people at home. And so today, it is my goal that all of us will walk away with a few practical little ideas so that we can deepen our faith and focus in on what really matters. And as we jump into this conversation today, um, I will remind you of my disclaimer, because as I mentioned, I am a therapist. I'm licensed in the state of South Carolina, but I'm not your therapist. And this is informational and hopefully helpful. And along with the information today, I always like to point you back to the tons of resources that are available at loveyourpeoplewell.com. 
There are a bunch of freebies there. There are, um, I think, six devotionals now diving into different topics of family life, from emotions to faith to communication, all sorts of different topics. And the last invitation that I want to highlight before we jump into this conversation is to invite you to join me inside what we call the Faith Fiverr Club. And that's probably especially meaningful right now because as we're talking about deepening our faith journey so that we're less distracted and more focused and enjoying the day-to-day with our people, well, this month inside the Faith Fiverr Club, we are diving deep into spiritual disciplines. So you can grab that workbook in there. You can grab access to the private podcast that we have in the club. Um, Every week we're looking at scripture. We're getting practical with with actually practicing spiritual habits um, focused on the Bible and prayer and community and Sabbath and fasting. You know, there's a whole variety of things that can deepen our faith. And some take more effort than others or maybe more time than others. Um, It's a little deeper than what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. Um, But if that's something you want to focus on this year, take the step, my friend. Join us in the Faith Fiverr Club. It is definitely not too late to catch up on what we've already focused on this month, and you'll be in there for the months to come. Each month, we're focusing on a different topic and going deeper into enjoying family life um, and helping each other to do that well. Now, I think it's worth, before I mention a few of these um, little life hacks for how to deepen our faith without adding a bunch of time into our schedule, it's worth reminding ourselves of the why. Why does this really impact what our days look like? I don't think that I need to explain any why around, you know, why is it worth trying to enjoy family life and deepen your family relationships. Everybody knows why that matters. We know that life is better when we're happy with our husband and we're happy with our kids and everybody's getting along. Life is better. But it's not better to be scrolling your phone all day and distracted or signing up for a million volunteer things at church and they're all wonderful, but then you just don't have time at home and you're never eating dinner together and you're always exhausted and you're go, 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 go. Well, you might be distracted away from the things that really matter. But I wonder why is it we are so easily distracted away from what really matters to us? And there's a few different reasons. All of us have our own unique struggles and temptations, but it is also a simple reality for every single one of us that we are busy. We live in a busy culture that is highly valued, probably by the people around you, the people in your life. We love to fill our schedules. Um, There's often a sense of that mom guilt if our kids are not involved in all the activities or if we have to say no when someone asks us to join that volunteer committee, committee <laughs> we are busy. We also each struggle with our own temptations. A lot of us struggle with, you know, maybe prioritizing comfort over deep, meaningful work. Um, and it's very common, at least for myself, 
um, to be tempted toward laziness, laziness. Can I talk tonight? My goodness, laziness and complacency and just kind of, oh, well, things are going. Things are okay. So let's keep moving forward. Um, I know I find that very tempting. I don't know what your individual struggles are, but we all have things that tempt us away from what is actually deepest and best and most meaningful. I would also highlight a lot of us are easily distracted because we want to please the people who matter to us. And so we start avoiding conflict or we don't bring up the hard conversation. And that's not necessarily bad that day. If you follow up later and still have the conversations that need to happen, because the longer that we stay in that zone of people pleasing and avoiding the conflict, well, all of a sudden our conversations are not really that deep, not really that fruitful, and we are more distracted. So none of these things we're talking about, being busy, um, letting yourself just get comfortable and staying there, trying to please everyone around you. None of that actually helps us enjoy our family relationships. It does not give us a sense of purpose. I think mostly because that's not what God created us for. And so if you want to enjoy those family relationships and make the most of this time, you have to know what is that big picture? What are your goals for your family? What are your priorities as a wife? as a mom, as a woman. But you also have to know in the small picture, the day to day, you know, what things are on the calendar this week, what parts of the house are a disaster zone and you really have to get it clean or, you know, what are the things, the tasks of life? You have to know what those are so that you can use your time well. And then you don't have to spend eight hours cleaning because you actually use the time purposefully, or maybe you've trained your kids to help you with that, or, you know, there's many things we can do. But if your day to day is filled with a bunch of busy work, well, you're not really going to enjoy it. It's not going to feel purposeful. So my friends, I'm going to guess, or I'm going to assume that a lot of those why reasons make sense to you. And you're listening to this podcast episode Because maybe once in a while, you do struggle with feeling distracted and not really enjoying family life at the depth and the intimacy that you want to, but you're still busy and you're still, you know, we all want to be comfortable and we all want our people to be happy. So how do we balance all of that and still get focused in deepening our faith because ultimately if we are not building our lives and our homes on the rock of Jesus Christ, it's not going to stand firm in the storms, which are of course inevitable. But we can't create more time in our days. We can't even, I mean, you can drink more coffee, but you can't create more energy necessarily. So let's turn the corner and talk together about a few mom hacks. Okay, these are a few strategies for how to really maximize your time so that you can focus on what really matters and grow in your intimacy with the Lord and help your family to do the same. The first thing I would highlight here, um, and it takes maybe a little bit of work as far as thinking, 
But you know what? You can think while you fold laundry. You can think while you're driving the carpool. You can think pretty much with everything going on. But it starts with figuring out what's getting in the way of daily spiritual habits. I am specifically talking here about reading the Bible and praying. What is getting in the way of that actually happening? Is it happening every day? Is it happening for three minutes or 30 minutes? Now, it's not to say that if you only have three minutes that that was a waste of time. It is never a waste of time to read God's word or have a conversation with him, to listen to his voice. But he tells us in scripture that his voice is a still, small voice. He tells us that the Holy Spirit is groaning on our behalf. And yes, we have stories in scripture of God speaking loud and clear. But when you're really distracted, it's going to be hard to hear his voice, to let him direct you in what your days look like and your years look like. And so think about what does your day look like? What would need to change in order for you to actually read the Bible and pray on a regular basis? Now, I'll speak to two specific ideas here um, that are really common. A really common barrier here is it is hard to wake up early before your kids to get in that Bible time. And there's probably other things you'd love to do, exercise or cook from scratch or, or whatever. But we're talking right now about daily spiritual habits. And of course, this is what we're focusing on this month in the Faith Fiver Club. And so that extra encouragement might be really helpful for you. But over time, there are going to be good days and bad days. And if you're waking up before your kids, you're a lot more likely to get that time in the word. But how do you do it? Some ideas for how to make that really helpful, really practical is to work on the bedtime routine because then it's easier to get up in the morning if you actually went to bed on time. You might use the crock pot overnight so you have breakfast, oatmeal or whatever just ready to go. You don't have to spend time on it in the morning. You might roll out of bed as your kids are getting up. Whoops, didn't wake up early. So what? Sit down with them. Get them a coloring book, pull out their Bible. You know, mommy can have her Bible time with her coffee right next to kiddo having their coloring time or their, you know, if they're old enough to do their own reading, their own devotional, is that going to be quite as deep as it might be at other times? Well, maybe not. But so what? What a blessing to your child to see you investing that time in the word. Are they going to distract you with questions? Might they color on your Bible? Maybe, but so what? (laughs) You're not a Christian in a vacuum. You are a Christian called to be a wife and a mom, and you have to do it in that context. And the other thing that I see, um, and that really actually speaks to the second thing that I hear as the most common barrier to these daily habits is having a really high bar for what that time should look like. I need to be alone. I need to be in my special spot and have my journal out and my candle and like everything needs to be perfect. And that's lovely. I hope that that can happen for you. But if you're dependent on it, then it's definitely not going to happen as often as would be most meaningful because that time with the Lord is about the Lord. 
and not the perfect scent in the candle or even about the coffee, although that might help you focus on the words in the Bible, but it's just about connecting with God. And if that needs to happen in car line while you've got 10 minutes, awesome, go for it. If it needs to happen while your kid is drawing through their entire coloring book in the next 15 minutes, great. You can buy them a new one at the Dollar Tree. Do what needs to happen, even if it's not perfect, and trust that the Lord will bless that time. And I will um, invite you to grab a freebie here. Now, of course, I also, of course, as I already have, would invite you to join us in the Faith Fiverr Club because we're digging into spiritual disciplines right now. But if you're just wondering, like, where do I start? Maybe you have the time, but you're just, you feel lost when you open the Bible. And so it doesn't feel all that meaningful. It feels overwhelming and confusing. Grab one of my freebies, the Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge. You can find that at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash free. Um, But that's 45 days of um, the most popular Bible stories, reading through them. There are questions you can answer. There are prayer prompts to guide you to build that comfort and confidence so that when you grab those five minutes or you solve the problem, so you got to bed on time, maybe your kids actually picked up the night before so you can wake up in the morning and spend that time with the Lord, you actually feel good about what you're reading and how you're praying. Let me interrupt our conversation just for a moment to invite you to join me over in the Faith Fiverr Club. This is our private community where every month we go deep into a different topic of family life. With a private podcast, a personal workbook, month by month, encouragement and resources, Join us at patreon.com forward slash love your people well. All right, let's get back to our conversation. Now, I spent a lot of time on that first area because that is such a big one. If you're not spending time reading the Bible and praying, it is highly unlikely that you're going to be growing spiritually and deepening your faith. There's no reason not to do it with your kids, not to fit it in when you can, and not to get rid of whatever barriers, bedtime routine, chores getting done, have to make breakfast, whatever it is. Uh, My husband this year, he's doing an audio Bible podcast. I think it's like a commuter Bible kind of thing while he works out so he can listen to the Bible and get his exercise in. Um, You know, try something like that. Get creative because if you're not getting time with God, you will not be growing closer to God. But let's move on to a few other mom hacks to get us more time with the Lord. Um, I would really encourage you to write down what those priorities are. If you're memorizing a verse of scripture, put it on five note cards and tape them up all over the house, on the fridge, on the bathroom mirror, on your steering wheel, in your car, wherever you're actually going to look. And maybe you have priorities that are not necessarily spiritual. You're trying to stretch more often, or you keep meaning to call this friend who you haven't talked to in forever and follow up on that prayer request, but you just keep forgetting until it's, you know, 11 at night, and you're not exactly going to call your friend at that point. Well, write it at the top of your to-do list every morning, or put a reminder in your phone that's going to pop right up and tell you to do it. 
Don't lose track of those priorities because if they're only in your brain and they're not written down, it's a lot less likely that you're going to remember them when someone's calling and asking you to, you know, lead the small group or lead the Bible study this week, or, you know, someone's asking you to do something or you're mapping out that to-do list and you just forget because you're busy and life can get in the way. So write it down. Um, I've mentioned before that I really love the hope planner because that helps me stay focused on those top priorities, the way that that planner is organized. I find that really helpful. There are links on the website if you want to check that one out. Another mom hack that I would highlight here, um, I mentioned memorizing scripture, and that is so huge because the more scripture you have memorized, you don't necessarily have to sit down and spend 20 minutes reading the Bible. You don't want to stop doing that, but you can think about it all the time. And you can memorize verses that will pop into your mind at the right moment. When you're getting angry, you can remember Proverbs 15.1 and avoid the harsh word and try to have the gentle answer. Or when you're having conflict with your husband, verses might pop into your brain about humility and forgiveness. And, you know, the Holy Spirit is so gracious. He always wants to remind us of truth. And if you have memorized scripture, it's a lot more likely that that's going to happen, which is going to make those moments feel far more purposeful, far more enjoyable, because you have hidden God's word in your heart. But how do you do it? when you're busy and you have mom brain going on. Um, And one of the things I find most helpful here, again, is to write it down, but also to memorize with my kids or with my husband, to do that as a part of the breakfast routine or, you know, we're planning to homeschool. And so we have, we have pretty probably ridiculously in-depth plans around (laughs) memorizing things with them, working on these spiritual habits with the kids. And especially when they're young, I mean, they just want to spend time with you. If you're into it, they will be into it. Another idea um, as far as staying focused on what really matters is to use the decorations in your house to remind you of your faith, of your actual priorities, putting up scripture around the house. And once you memorize it, hang, you know, replace it, hang up a different one. Um, Get your kids, you know, you want to hang up their art all over the fridge. Well, give them coloring pages that are scripture, that include parables or stories or things like that. Um, And it doesn't just have to be actual decorations. Some people really find it meaningful to go in more of a minimalist style because there just is less visual clutter. And then it's easier to think clearly and to focus and prioritize. You have to know yourself and you want your home to be comfortable, but you don't have to decorate the same way everyone else does. Focusing on, you know, visually being able to focus on things that matter to you things that you have purposefully prioritized is going to help cut through the distractions that are also hovering all around you on your phone, on your computer, on your TV, not to mention in a million other places. 
There are a few more tips and tricks and strategies that I want to suggest here. Um, Again, with that goal of stopping the distraction and focusing in spiritually on what really matters so that you can enjoy depth and purpose and meaning in your relationships. Another tip here is to do some sort of morning and evening. If you can only do one, that's fine. But you know, a morning review time, an evening review time, that is such a powerful way to find more purpose in what your day looks like. To spend at least a few minutes in the morning, just review what's coming up today. What do I want to prioritize today? What does the Lord have for me today? Who am I going to see? What should I pray over before the day starts? And at the end of the day, to look back and, and just try to evaluate. There's not judgment here. We don't need to feel guilty about it. If we didn't meet those priorities, it's because something else happened. I can almost guarantee you it's not because you just sat on the couch and stared at the wall for an hour and, and didn't do anything. If we don't hit our priorities, it's usually because something came up or maybe we got distracted and we can take a moment and think about why and what could I do differently tomorrow. But that review at the end of the day is also really helpful to look back, maybe some gratitude things. What am I thankful for from today? What can I learn from today? How did I encourage my husband or connect with my kids? If you're thinking about those things every night, it's going to get in your brain. It's going to start to impact your day today. Plus, bonus points, you can do those reviews the morning and or the evening You can do it with your husband. You can do it with your kids. It does not have to be an alone time activity, although that, of course, could be wonderful. But it could be a really great connection point with your people. Another little, um, maybe this is my favorite mom hack, because I do this all the time. Um, But another idea here, I think I mentioned it briefly already, but I would really highlight it to set reminders in your phone. So that a little alert pops right up, you know, at two o'clock every day or whatever it is to remind you of the things that are a priority. I have, um, I have a little reminders app on my phone and sometimes I laugh at myself for how long the list is, but it's simply a reality that if I don't write it down, it's not going to happen. And if I just jot it down in some random place because I'm out and about and I'm busy and I'm distracted, I might have written it down, but it's still not going to happen. But when it pops up and it's going to stay there as a notification on my phone until I change the time or I delete it or something, I have to actually take action on it. Now, all of a sudden, I'm forced, at least for that moment, to refocus onto the thing that I said I would do, or I thought was important. And I might decide, you know, sometimes you see it and you're like, oh, I don't really need to do that. Okay, fine. (laughs) You didn't forget, you decided. And there's a big difference. The last little tip I would have for you here is to take some time, uh, maybe on a date night with your husband, maybe a family date day. Maybe it's just you and the Lord. But think through a family mission statement. 
and then actually write it down, hang it up, put it somewhere visible. And that way, you know, if you really identify these are our priorities as a family, this is why, this is what we're aiming for. And of course, you want that family mission statement to reflect biblical principles and truths and priorities that the Lord has. But that's going to give you so much clarity. So when you're updating the budget or you're updating the family calendar, you know, even just looking at your to-do list, if something doesn't line up with that family mission statement, it gives you a lot more freedom to say no um, or just to reevaluate all the things that are going on. You can look at your conversations that you're having, the questions that you're talking about. Are we having dinner together as a family? You know, the things that happen, you have something then to compare it against. That's probably a little more manageable in the moment than the entirety of scripture, because there's a lot in the Bible and you don't want to ignore any of that, but you also can't think about all 66 books of the Bible and however much of it you've actually read, let alone memorized It's not all going to pop into your head in the moment, but a simplified and intentional family mission statement might. So there's a few ideas for you there. I didn't necessarily count them all out. I'm sure there's a lot. (laughs) Hopefully, my friend, at least one of those might stick with you. Um, and, and maybe this is just a creative time to kind of get those juices flowing and to think for yourself about what's distracting you in your personal life, in this season of life, and what might you do about it? How could you involve your husband or your kids? How could you make it a family, um, bonding thing to solve this problem rather than let yourself continue to just get distracted day in and day out? I will remind you to head over to loveyourpeoplewell.com. You might want to grab that 45-day Bible and prayer challenge on the freebies page. Um, We have some devotionals that really hit on the topics we talked about today. Um, Joy in the Journey is a 40-day devotional around motherhood. Finding Your Identity in Christ is a really helpful, it's kind of a workbook-style devotional to dive into scripture and answer questions. And of course... I would love for you to join us over in the Faith Fiverr Club, especially right now, as we are looking at spiritual disciplines. But friends, we'll be back on Friday in our Friday Faith Follow-Up episode. We're going to look at some scripture that can help us when we're feeling distracted. And then we will continue on this journey together with biblical encouragement, with practical tips, always with the goal of helping you love your people well. So until then, my friends, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon. I'm so glad you joined me today for this episode of the Love Your People Well podcast. If you found it helpful or encouraging, please leave a written review to encourage me, but also to help the show grow. You can even copy the link to this episode and text it to a friend. Don't forget to grab all your resources at loveyourpeoplewell.com and join us inside the Faith Fiverr Club for extra perks every week.